Hi. Right now you're sitting in a sunroom in a small cottage in the countryside. This cottage is close to a forest, but also it's just a walk down the beaten cobbled trail to the village. Hi, I'm Ryan, the Toadstool Fairy. This is my cottage. Welcome to the sunroom. Hi everybody, I haven't seen you in a while, although that's probably my fault for being away for so long. It's nice to see you again in the sunroom. Anyways, today I have three short stories for you. They're going to be relaxing sort of stories that you can just listen to if you want to fall asleep or just to relax and chill. So the three stories are called A Walk by the Seaside, Visiting Town, and I think Becoming the Earth Again. Yeah, it's Becoming the Earth Again. Anyways, grab a blanket and headphones and lie down if you want or sit. I don't really... I don't really mind, plus I can't decide whether you sit or stand, or, wait, why would anyone stand, or lie down, I guess. Um, just get comfy if you want, and, okay, get ready. I'm going to start now with a walk by the seaside. You're walking barefoot along the sandy shore. Wet sand squishes between your toes and goes up your toenails, but you don't mind. The sensation is relaxing. Look to the side and you see the ocean crashing against the waves. Crash, crash, crash. Crashes against rocks too, but that's further off near a cliff. The wind rattles the trees behind you. It's an autumn day, but it feels a bit more like winter or some kind of weird combination between winter and spring. It's cold, but not snowy. It's not bitter, it's just biting. The trees are dead. They haven't grown any leaves. It just feels strange, but it's quiet and contented, and you like it. A seagull's sharp cry echoes across the barren landscape. You tuck a strand of hair behind your ear and keep walking. You see a starfish up in the sand. Before going to throw it back in the water, you take a moment to wonder if the sea can read your thoughts and your mind and your soul and your heart through your bare, exposed skin on the sand. You walk up to the starfish and look at it. It's a bumpy, spiny red creature. You take it in your hands. It feels weird and rough to the touch. You hold it and look at it and whisper to it your greatest desire. You can feel it smile at you even though it clearly doesn't and you hurl it back into the sea. You wonder if he will thank you and if he is thanking you silently for returning him back to his home. You crouch down in, on the sand and put your hands in, in it. It feels damp and strange in your hands. You bury them under it like you used to do when you were a kid. Just bury yourself in sand and be, and be ahead. You remember a prank you used to pull all the time. You would have someone bury you almost completely in sand, put a bucket over your head. Then, whenever someone came to try to pick up the bucket, your head would be under it and, they would, and you would scare them. You always thought that was so hilarious. You begin to collect seashells and string them around your neck. They rattle in the wind and with every step you take. It sounds like a siren calling you from far out at sea. You crouch down again and you place your hands over your heart. Then, after channeling all of your energy, all your bad energy and your demons into it, you place your hands into the ocean. You can feel the ocean. It's calming, it's sweet, it's 
silent and powerful and mighty, but it understands. It understands all your bad feelings and bad emotions and all the bad thoughts you have, but it knows that you're not really bad. It knows that no matter what you say or think or feel, you're not bad. Not bad at all. You move your hands around slightly as if to shake off something gross that's on your fingers, which I guess there is. You can feel it letting go. You can feel yourself letting go. You take a deep clearing breath and try to imagine your mind filled with just a glowing bright white light. The ocean grows a little bit stronger. It's carrying all your bad emotions now. Say thank you to the ocean. It's doing the hard work for you because you've done it long enough. You've carried your burden long enough. Now it's the ocean's turn to hold it for a little while. Say thanks. The ocean's doing its job. And there's the end of the story, Walk by the Seaside. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was a little bit calming for you. Okay, now on to our next one. It's visiting the village. Or visiting the, yeah, that's what I think it is. Sunlight streams in, made milky, golden warm through soft cotton curtains. You feel warm and contented in your nice, tossed sheets. You roll over slightly. Your pillows are so warm, so deep. You just want to sink into your bed and never crawl out. It's like everything is conspiring to make you never get out of bed. You don't mind, but you know there are things that have to be done. You toss back the sheets and get out of bed. It's around 8 or 8.30. You make yourself a nice breakfast with toast and jam and a cup of tea or coffee. You go, you go outside to get started on the farm. After working on the farm for a bit, like milking the cows, collecting eggs, all that kind of stuff, you, and gathering herbs and vegetables for, for the market later on, you grab your basket and money and head into town. It's a nice walk down the cobbled path to town. You've made it many times before, sometimes with me. You stop by the bakery and pick up some warm, fresh-baked loaves of sourdough and buns. You stop by the bookstore and grab your favorite leather-bound, musty-smelling copy of your favorite book. You stop by the tea shop and have a warm, soothing cup while talking with the friendly books with the friendly tea store owner. And you sink into a leather chair, feeling so warm and so at home. That afternoon you have market where you sell your herbs, flowers, vegetables, your eggs, sometimes even some poetry that you dabble in. You head home to gather your things and you put them in your basket after unloading the things that you bought earlier that day. You grab fresh bundles of herbs and flowers, vegetables, a little bit of baked goods, but you don't want to to overthrow the bakers. You grab some poetry that you wrote, just in case it'll sell. Some old stuff that you think people might like to buy and have secondhand. Your vegetables and some soup and lemonade that you made earlier, just to hand out to the locals because you love them all so much. You set off to market and set up at your, at your usual table. After checking around for a second, you buy some salt water taffy and delicious tea, even though you do have your own herbs at home just to support local, and you also love the saltwater taffy. You pop a piece into your mouth as you wait for people to come along. Sure enough, one of your frequent customers comes along, buys a few bundles of herbs, a vintage ring, 
and um, uh, and a little book of your poetry because they like to support you. As the afternoon wears on, you have more and more customers. They come whether it's to buy an old vintage book that they like, a bundle of sunflowers for their girlfriend or boyfriend, some some vegetables because they don't like the other ones that they sell in town, or some herbs for tea or poultices. You bathe in the warm afternoon sun. We're glad you got up this morning. As you pack your things and you pack your things and head back to your cottage, the night begins to fall, and you take a bowl of leftover soup and eat it sitting at your rickety wooden table. You feel just as contented and happy as you did this morning. Another successful day, you think to yourself, as you crawl into bed. The warm covers envelop you again, and the moon casts its bright beams down on you, protecting you for always. I hope you like the visiting the town, or visiting the village. I'm not even sure what it's called, okay? But I do know what the next one is called. The next one is called Becoming the Earth Again, and it's a quiet, short, calm story about lying in the forest. Okay, here we go. You let your fingers sink into the soft, rich, deep earth. It's the color of the night sky, well, obviously a bit more brown. The color of trees looming against the night sky. You feel autumn leaves crunch under you as you lie down, eyes closed, and become enveloped with the dirt. It sounds weird to be lying in the dirt, but it's so relaxing. You feel like there are roots growing from you, connecting you to the center of the earth, combining you with the trees. You feel something like a tree or a plant yourself, but you know you're not. But you feel right, and you feel connected to the ecosystem. You f feel like this is where you were always meant to be, with nature, with Mother Earth again. You're not sure how long you're lying there, but it starts to rain. And when it rains, you don't notice, because your eyes are closed. You've been bathing in the warm, golden, delicious sun like you had been drinking it in, but you relished the rain too. It came down, and it may sound uncomfortable, but it filled your throat, and it fill filled your mouth, and spilled over onto you, and it filled your veins, and it ran through your veins, but it also felt right, and it felt like it was running through your roots, and you felt like this is where you were meant to be again. You're not sure how long it was, but you, you're sure the season must have changed. You weren't sure if your body was rotting or something, like a plant, but you knew that there was something growing inside of you. Flowers, maybe. Flowers bursting from the places where your limbs have decayed. Flowers bursting from your lungs. You take a moment to wonder if you're alive, if you're a human. You feel more like a plant or a log. It doesn't matter, though. Nothing really matters. Nothing seems to matter except delicious sunlight. And, and the refreshing rain, and the passing of the seasons. When winter comes, the snow covers your body, or even is it your body anymore? Have you sunken so far into the earth that you're with it again, nourishing it and nourishing the earth? You don't know. But, but the snow comes and you don't feel it. Instead, you feel like you're in a cozy cottage, just so safe and so warm, even though the, the freezing snow is around you. You feel like a polar bear, asleep beneath mounds of snow, but protected by your fur. Except for you, the fur is the rich soil that will always keep you safe and keep you warm. 
You know the snow melts because water comes rushing over you, but not in the pitter-patter way that rain does. You can feel it soaking into your skin. But do you even have skin anymore? What are you? You stop to wonder. But then again, you remind yourself, it doesn't matter anymore. seasons change and you go through the cycle again. Every season you have some day where you wonder, what am I? What's my body like? What's going on? And you don't know how many years it's been, but one day you open your eyes. Everything's changed. You look down at yourself and you're not even sure what you've become. It's not like any of your body parts have rotted away, although you're sure that it's been many months, probably many years, that you've been normal. You wonder if you've died. There's no way. Your body hasn't rotted or decayed, just even a little bit. You're sure you would have been a pile of bones by now, but you're not. You're you. You bend your fingers. Something seems off. You, you, you hold them up to your ears and you hear the crick crick cracking of bones. Not bones, you think. Wood. Your bones are made of wood now. When you bend your knee, you don't hear the clicking of it. You realize that moss or flowers must have been growing inside of you. It feels nice, the realization. You reach up to your head to tuck it to smooth back your hair, but instead you find two large antlers bursting from your head. In your hair sitting is a crown of flowers and leaves, antlers, rocks, stones, twigs, branches. It feels right. You feel right. You stand up on feet that you know there's wood inside there instead of bones. You wonder, what is there? What's, what's there for my blood? Is it rainwater? I've always felt completed and whole but with rainwater. Is it pollen or honey? You have no idea. You stand up and with you, the earth that you've been lying on for so long comes up too. Moss, bones, flowers, twigs, rocks. It all swoops behind you like a majestic cape. You became one with the forest again. You became Mother Nature. I hope you all enjoyed that. I know I sure did. If this is successful, as in has more than, let's say, 30, 25, 25, 25 views, I will make another one like this. That is, if you like it. I'm not sure if you can leave comments, but I'm pretty sure. Well, actually, I'm not sure. Anyways, if you can, leave reviews or comments and enjoy how clueless I am about this whole thing. So, just so you know, I have, I think, 25 followers or subscribers or est audience, it says, on the app that I use to make this on, which is Anchor, by the way. Please use them. They are very good. Free, if you want to make a podcast. Um, and that's really good. So thank you guys so much for that many. I have like, what, 88 or something, 84 total plays, which is more than I ever thought I would get. So, okay, okay, here's a challenge. Could we please try to get this podcast to 50 est audience or followers? So if you listen to this or want to, okay, so follow or subscribe or I don't know. I don't know how this works. Um, and recommend it to your friends and family. And then also tell them to recommend it too, because... 
I want as many people to listen to this as possible if it's good. So I hope it's good. Okay. Thank you, people, guys, so much. I wish I should come up with a name for people who I follow if I'm ever going to get to 50. That would be so cool. Wow. Wow. Okay. Thank you, everybody, so much. And this is Ryan, the Toadstool Fairy, signing it.